previously on My Best Friend's Journal. We know that you're 29, you're gay, you recently reclaimed your virginity. <laughs> oh my god! If I wanted to top, there was just like one surefire way to do it. You're gonna say it? Oh, he looks so uncomfortable. He couldn't say no to getting fucked if he got rimmed first. Well, that's the first time that has come up on the podcast. <laughs> you reach one of my very favorite places on earth, mm-hmm. Bergen, Norway. McDonald's hamburger, $15. Small handmade bracelet, $25. Absurd. <laughs> you are not happy about the prices in Norway. Uh, they also bought me a flashlight. <gasps> because you sing constantly. I do sing <laughs> constantly. Singing at the top of your lungs 100% of the time. You say calm. Calm. Calm? Like C-O-M? Calm? Uh, not calm, but calm. Calm. Calm down. No, calm down. No, you calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? Don't remember what I wrote This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past It's called my best friend's journal Let's start this damn podcast Let's sing this name a little longer first It's someone's favorite podcast Yes, and the world's greatest Could you put your headphones on, please? Could you shut the fuck up? Oh, it's <laughs> oh, a way to start this podcast. I'm sorry. That's not kind. <laughs> you know, we keep hearing from people like on Instagram and they'll say, I love how nice you guys are to each other. That's my favorite part. Well, <laughs> I'm here to ruin, ruin expectations and dreams. You've all peeked behind oh. the curtain and see how Mike actually treats me. It's a fine balance. <laughs> Someone else said that we're... We're not too hallmarky. That's good. We're gonna keep it that way. <laughs> not too hallmarky, sorta. <laughs> they get lost a bit in the fisting and foreskin, but other than that, <laughs> gotta keep Tw- those things in the intro to the show. <laughs> Twenty seconds in. That might be a reference or a uh, record. Uh, how are you? Good. Good. I uh, went to New York again this last weekend for the third time since I have moved to California. We keep doing this thing where we just like go away from each other, mm-hmm. uh, far away from each other for a week and then come back to LA and, and, uh, reconvene for storytelling that thank you for knowing <laughs> exactly what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, you got to stop going to New York. You live here now. You know that, right? I'm, I'm bi-coastal. Oh, I'm a whole mood. No, you're, not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not Beyonce and you're not bi-coastal. Oh. These are things I have to tell them all the time. <laughs> As I, like, flip my weave. <laughs> anyway, I went to New York for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Another uh, one. Another wedding. Which How was it? The wedding was great. It was so much fun. I generally love it when I go to a, a good friend's wedding. We get to see everyone and I have a good time. But it is just kind of a burden in general, the amount of weddings. It's no one in particulars. But they just add up, you know? Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep up. Um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no problem saying no to a wedding. Uh, I think that's an unpopular opinion. I said no. that to one of my girlfriends and she was like, how I've never once said no to a wedding. What? How could you? It was our friend who lives in New York, our sweetest, oh. nicest friend. Oh yeah. I say no all the time. Uh-huh. These are, uh, there's a few weddings that it's just, you just can't say no. Yeah. I'm just a girl who can't say no. <laughs> I say no pretty often, um, and if I say no to a one that I don't want to say no to, it's usually because I'm I have no option. I'm stuck floating on a boat or something. That's saying something though, because you go to a lot of weddings, so I you must go. get invited to a ton. The weddings will dwindle, I'm sure. Anyway, it was a good wedding. Uh, I knew both the gro- I knew the grommet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew the bride and groom separately, which leads me to this quick anecdote. Um, I. Was in the wedding as a what? Or a groomsman or a bridesman? Um, kind of ma- half and man half. Man of honor. I, I was a. Uh, <laughs> you stood in the middle. You officiated. <laughs> been there. I was a bridesman, uh-huh. but 
also friends with the groom, so I wore the groom's outfit and stood on that side. Uh, so if, as far as the wedding was concerned, I was a groomsman, but uh-huh. I you know, went to the bachelor you, party and all, bachelorette party, not the bachelor party. You maintained gender roles in front of all this crowd. It was, it was a Catholic a, wedding, wasn't it? Was it was a Catholic <laughs> wedding. It was kind of a conservative crowd. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> they were Argentinian and Venezuelan, so it was more like traditional um, wedding stuff. Did you, uh, did you stand up and do an Argentinian accent, <laughs> as is your practice? My best effort, yeah. <laughs> Came out French Canadian. This was actually Argentina's wedding. Oh my God! Can you? That's funny. <laughs> yes, I know him. He's fine. Please date him. Yeah, he's great. Girlfriend. He's um. <laughs> if you lick his butt enough, he'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful advice to give to a girlfriend. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, not Argentina's wedding. Um, they met on a dating app, but they didn't want to tell their family that. So. They, that feels so old fashioned. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. possibly tell them we met using the internet, like the right, number one way people meet people these days. The and so you met your husband, right? Yeah. Okay, Cupid. Oh, shout out. I know. Sponsor I, us. <laughs> they saw that I was a friend in common on their dating app, and they each asked me about the other, and I was like, "Yeah, they're cool. They're great. Go for it." And and they did, and it was great. And the wedding, um, it was kind of a it was a bilingual wedding, and so one of the. Uh, Groomsman was giving a speech in Spanish, and I was kind of only half hearing. I have to really concentrate to be able to um, pick up what's happening. <laughs> if it's not if it's not Weibo speaking Spanish to you, <laughs> that's his Cuban grandma. Yeah, there's only the only accent in Spanish I understand is a, a racist Cuban one. Um, <laughs> it's a hard thing to do, but you can pull it off in an accent. <laughs> you try hard enough. Uh, so I'm not really paying attention, and then all of a sudden I hear my name and a thank you, and people are facing my way, and I don't know what's happening, and the guy repeated it in English. He was thanking me for, gave me about 98% credit for this wedding. <laughs> and I was like, I think what you're saying is an overstatement. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It was, were there a lot of people there? There was like 200 people there. <laughs> all eyes on me, which normally I love, but not when it feels, not when it feels like a facade. Um, <laughs> he is thanking me for getting them together. Didn't get them together. And then the bride's mother who is the cutest woman and just so sweet, tells me to stand. She was like, rise, get up, get up. <laughs> I'll take the spotlight where you belong in this wedding. <laughs> right next to the bride. Um, in fact, I, I grabbed the veil. I wanted to be more cool. <laughs> I get to see you like awkwardly like crouching, like half standing, like, hey. It's exactly what happened. I just kind of arched back, stood up, gave a little wave and sat back down and they moved on with it. But this is my hunchback friend, Mike. <laughs> it was, it was too much. The wedding was great. I had a lot of fun, although there was no gays. Ew. Um, I know. Well, there were a couple of gays, but nobody <laughs> yeah. sounded really hateful. I just mean for you, like everyone wants to like have the opportunity to at least dance with someone of their own persuasion at a wedding and maybe have a Louvre connection. Louvre. Um, yeah, it's a fun part of weddings. I love to, you know, find the other gay guys and hang out and just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that too. Even if it's just on the dance floor, totally. like you gotta, you find your tribe a little bit. You know, like, even uh, my brother's wedding had a couple of gay guys I didn't know, and I was like, my brother has gay friends. Um, it was his wife's friends. <laughs> Meeting your straight friends or straight families, uh, fellow gays, is kind of fascinating. You're like, who else made the cut? <laughs> what what other gay is in your life? They better be worth it. Yeah. Anyway, there were no gay people, which is. The only downside, but I had all my college friends there, so it was super fun. And I was like, I can always find gay people on Grinder. And there's like three other weddings happening at this hotel, so surely those people didn't find anybody. But honestly, even if I had found somebody, we know how that would. I know I wouldn't have done anything. I mean, this is just another intro. We're talking about another situation where you didn't have sex. I'm gonna put a sign up in this room, like an old factory, where it says, like, you know, it's been 48 days since our last accident or whatever, or this has been a safe workplace for 48 days. Except it's going to be it has been 372 days since Mike's dick last saw the light of day. Why why do you look so sad? Do you know that since this podcast has begun production since I moved to California, I have not had sex. Oh, Lord in heaven. Help you said us. that, I guess, in the in the first, I don't know, early on you said I reclaimed my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Holding true to that. And let me let me one-up it. Last time I had sex was October, I think, on my ship. And before that, it had been another eight months. <sighs> and 
when I did have sex in the ship the last time was on a top bunk. And it ended prematurely because he leaked all over. Mm, that could mean a couple things, and I am so scared to ask. But what do you mean by he leaked? He sprung a leak? He was uh, exclusively a bottom, and he was just um, douche water. <laughs> I find it really upsetting, that term. But I know what you mean, and it's a, it is a thing that happens. Uh, you got to get all that water out of there, boo. I mean, at least he was taking care of it. Like yeah, he it was, was all... He was doing... He was, it was on the up and up, if you will. Before anyone, you know... Vomit in their mouth too much. It was all clean douche water, uh-huh. which is why you do it. But no one wants to get unexpectedly wet with body temperature water in the middle of no. the sexual experience. It was a real turnoff, and it just yeah. <sighs> Needless to say, I need a any guys out there looking for uh, you know what? I can't even say that because I, I say I'll go for it and I'll do it, but I never do, and I don't I don't really understand it because I am pretty confident. I have no qualms about like going putting myself out there, so I really don't get why I have so little sex. It seems very easy for everyone else. I don't think that it has anything to do with you not being confident. It is, um, this is a common theme with other friends. I, I'll be at, it's a lot of the time with my girlfriends, um, you know, a lot of the time I feel like gay guys are willing to just have sex with uh, another warm body, you know, because guys are sometimes more easily able to have sex and let it just be sex as opposed to an emotional component. Mm -hmm. But there are plenty of people out there, guys included, that want it to be, and not even emotional, but there be some sort of connection, you know? So, you know, I can't tell you the number of girlfriends who have been like, I have not had sex in a year. I, like Mike, have reclaimed my virginity. (laughs) Because sometimes you just, you know, you want to, in theory, just get it in. But some people really don't want to have, like, un... un Protected sex. (laughs) was gonna say connected but sure (laughs) people don't want to have unprotected sex either um Uh, i think that it is it is a little bit less gay or jesus christ it is a little bit less common in the gay conversation to have that be the case but it's not for lack of opportunity it's for lack of the right opportunity and that's okay like don't beat yourself up too much about that you know what if you are one of those gays like me reach out and let me know i'm not alone (laughs) there also I will say you have mentioned before that you had at least at one point a really good, just like comfortable fuck buddy who was the actual definition of a fuck buddy. He was a buddy, like a friend, friend with benefits. Yeah, I don't think it... uh, Have a good time with and then just like be, it not be weird. Yeah, that guy's, he was a friend of mine in New York and he was just, we really enjoyed hanging out together. It wasn't really romantic, but I loved spending time with him and we had really fun sex and I was uh, really comfortable doing so and then afterward we just you know watch YouTube videos or Netflix or whatever we just had a good I guess exactly that a fuck buddy relationship mm-hmm. um, it was really nice and I don't find that often I think he's honestly the only one I can really say that about mm-hmm. well because look at Argentina for instance I guess we're fuck buddies but but you no, were but friends. no buddy no, yeah you were just you were fucking that yeah. is uh, again I do think that there's a there's something nice to be said. Like even you weren't going to date this guy in New York. I think you tried, right? Or you went on a couple of dates, but then it just kind of turned into a friendship that would turn that sometimes you would have sex. I don't. We didn't even. Yeah, I guess we went on dates, but they were really. It just always felt like two friends hanging out. Yeah, it would never really felt romantic. And I think that is a great thing to shoot for <laughs> if uh to shoot in <laughs> your fuck buddy yeah <laughs> i think it's uh it's it's a nice thing when it happens it's rare though because uh you need to find someone that's also looking for a similar no strings situation yeah for sure anyway all i have to say new york was great had a good time my flight was canceled on the way home Oof, but boo. Uh, it's okay the it, it all worked out it wasn't as painful as it could have been and i got a window seat which is important to me i'm also a window seat person i love to you know look out during takeoff and landing mm-hmm. um and i also pee constantly and i used to have a real problem about um i don't pee constantly on a plane just on I- me in, in your bed <laughs> uh, i have a very small bladder um which i usually don't have any trouble controlling I uh-huh. that very clear <laughs> it was one time actually one of my biggest qualms with episode one is i said it happened one time and you said uh-uh, i have other stories you don't have other stories that has happened once in my life i just assumed they would come before that episode aired <laughs> So rude. We're spending a lot of time together. I'm definitely going to pee on you. No, uh, that is... It just it happened the one time. I want to make that clear. But no, I I, I have a small <laughs> Me bladder. Me think thou doth protest <laughs> too much. <laughs> Me think thou art a 
fuck boy. No, that's not <laughs> that's not the right insult. Just yep, we yep, think fail. Keep do suck. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh, good one. Keep them coming. <laughs> Burned. Uh, I just don't have any problem asking people to move out of my way on a plane. Is all I was oh. gonna say. So a window seat is ideal for me. Um, so what were you doing in Chicago? Um, just visiting, enjoying the city in summertime. I used to live there. One night I did meet up with some girlfriends I hadn't seen in forever and laughed so hard that my abs hurt the next day. So it was what like a nice a, workout. It was the best. It was the best, the best. But now we're back in the same place and uh, it's time to do what we came here to do. You want to get into it? What are we here for? Get the fucking journal. Bye. Okay, normally I'd ask you where we were, but um, I'm guessing it's somewhere in Europe on a boat, because that's... Where I'm trapped, yeah. (laughs) Kind of of where we are in this whole thing. (laughs) So on August 9th, you were in Copenhagen. Um, An hour of browsing and Snickers ice cream. Oh, God. I fucking love those Snickers Mm. ice cream bars. Oh, yum. Uh, Good day. Ooh. (gasps) Just a little bit. Ooh. A little bit more. Wouldn't be an episode without me interrupting (laughs) with with pop hits from the 90s. Just going to let you keep going. Uh... This says Snickers ice cream. That made me think neither of us eat ice cream anymore. Sure do eat ice cream. No, I, I don't like real ice cream because... <gasps> How dare you? I have qualms with that. I know, but listen, just hear me out. In my mind, like traditional, actual dairy ice cream, neither of us eat anymore mm-hmm. because you're a vegan and because I'm... You shit your brains out. You shit my brains out. But we get to go get ice cream today because... When you're in town, we eat fun places that have things I can eat. Frozen dessert is what they call it when it's not dairy. But when you... Ben and Jerry's makes an ice cream that is non-dairy. And he's rolling his eyes because he doesn't want to hear it. No, no, I'm not. I was literally... That was me going, oh, God, that Ben and Jerry's vegan ice cream is so damn good. I put my dick right in that ice cream. That's not not (laughs) what it's intended for. Is that how the best enjoy it? Are your taste buds on your dick? (laughs) That would suck. Oh, that would suck. (laughs) Don't think too much about that. No, 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 no. Everybody would wear condoms all the time. I don't want to have too much diatribe about it. But there are shitty, shitty, shitty non-dairy ice creams. After talking about taste buds on your dick and then saying <laughs> shitty that many times, I'm just so un... I'm not in a place for ice cream anymore. I am. And my... Well, let me get to a point here. I just... If you love your dairy ice cream, not putting it down, but I'm saying there's also really, really good ice cream quality non-dairy ones. 100%. Anyway... This has been the Non-Dairy Ice Cream Hour with Cam and Mike. Back to the journal. Rolls right off the tongue. Got, gotten two lines into the first or the first day, and we're just completely off the rails. Good gym day. Tanned on deck 11. Mm. Mike, wear sunscreen. I am I'm really good about that now, but I was not then. I know, we, know n- none of us were. My this was the 90s. <laughs> mom used to like lather herself in oil mm-hmm. and bake in the sun and... Um, she has great skin right now, and I don't know how she is. I do know how. She loves water. She drinks so much water. It's like her only, her guilty pleasure is water. Well, she also doesn't drink alcohol. She does not drink alcohol, so that helps, but she is lucky that her skin is great. She's, her 60th birthday is soon, and, uh, she looks much younger than she should based on the abuse her skin was taking. <laughs> she and everyone else in the 70s, or that grew up in the 70s. Yeah, we've, we've learned now. Now I wear sunscreen is the point of this. Sure. Uh, well, also, God bless to her, because the two of us were just talking about how old we feel we look, especially <laughs> like after a night of drinking and you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, uh, who's that old person? I've had to, I mentioned once in an episode that I um, love to stare at myself in the mirror here. Cam's got a mirror in his office. And I'm sure that you've mentioned it more than that. <laughs> anyway, um, now I, I walk into the studio today and uh, Cam has put my chair with the back <laughs> to the mirror to prevent me from <laughs> getting distracted by my own reflection. That's not actually why I did it, but I like to think that you are like a parakeet. We just have to really manage what you're able to see. <laughs> I have those horse blinders on too. Your favorite toy is a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> like a bird just <laughs> tweeting at yourself. Uh, okay. Um, Tweet at MBFJ podcast. <laughs> Back to August 9th. You had a good gym day. Congratulations, friend. Thank you. Yeah. You had two voices, which is one of your shows. They were both eh, E-H. Uh, the next day, you had Oslo overnight, exclamation uh, point. What? It, that's not a bad. No, sorry. I didn't mean to. It was... 
Um, just one of my favorite memories. I just oh, love, really? I loved Oslo. It was so fun. Norway was so beautiful. And I specifically have this one memory of um, riding uh, Kick. My roommate and I used to... Uh, uh, fuck? You used to fuck? What? <laughs> you just said, I have a memory of riding Kick. No, uh, no, 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 no. Writing with kick. I didn't finish my sentence. I like started a new sentence. Okay, great. It was just a slip of the tongue and nothing more. My God. <laughs> diction is done with a slip of the tongue. I'm sorry, what? You know that old vocal warm up? Diction is done with the tip of the tongue, the tip of the tongue, the tip of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Diction is done with the tip of the tongue, the tip of the tongue, and the teeth. No, but thank God for that. The only warm up I am used to is um, pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> that is a deep cut. Uh, are, are you going to tell the story or am I? I don't think there's a story to tell. I think we should just do it. Uh-huh. Um, this is this comes from when Mike and I used to warm up together for shows. This is what we do in a big old uh, dressing room with lots of people listening. Uh, here we go. Pubic, pubic hair, 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 pubic hair. That, that was beautiful. It's a wonder that we never got fired. We used to do that in the green room before we got went on stage. It's a working ensemble sound. <laughs> oh, Lord oh, in heaven. Glad we were able to get that in here. Oh, my God. That's some epito- epitode 10 shit. That's some epitode. Oh, my yeah. God. Epitode 10. <laughs> Whew. No, we have gone off the rails. All I was saying <laughs> is that Kick and I... We used to ride bikes a lot in port. We'd bring bikes off the ship and ride them around different cities. Um, Cam's raising his hand. Yes, Cam? Bring bikes off the ship? Do they just have them that you can rent? Yeah, they had them that you could just take off. Oh, uh, God, these cruise ships. That's a floating is, city. This was a good one. Okay. They, again, did two others after, and uh-huh. it just, whew, okay. the quality standard went so far down. <laughs> um, he was much better at biking than I, so I'd get, like, winded and want to vomit, but then it was always worth it on the way down because ships are always downhill. Um Oh, yeah. Go downhill and you'd eventually hit water. Um, and I could find the ship from there. But I have a really nice memory whenever I'm just trying to think of a pure joy moment. This comes to mind. When you're just, trying to conjure your Patronus. When I'm trying to... What would my Patronus be? Expecto Patronum! A flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> An immobile flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) The world's most useless Patronus. It just falls on the ground. (laughs) Rolls a little. Uh, Um, Like, you're not supposed to fuck it, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that would make the Patronus a whole different thing if kids were just conjuring them to fuck them. Oh, and I, oh, uh, I can conjure something, and I choose a fleshlight, not even something like a human. Not a hot dude. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Anyway, when I'm trying to conjure my Patronus to fuck, I uh, think about <laughs> going downhill so fast on that bike with my best friend, Kick, in Norway, and just what a beautiful, joyful moment that was. Oh, I love that so much. Oslo is a magical city, just right there on the water, and all the just modern architecture, and everything's taken care of so beautifully. I do often, uh, when I'm listening back to this podcast, get frustrated with myself because I'm reading about your experiences. I'm like, me too. I've been there. I'm, I'm going to tell you all about Oslo because I know about it too. <laughs> no, that's why we can, that's why it's fun to chat. Oh God. Well, I'm glad you liked it as well. Um, also overnight drank wine in the park with my new speaker, uh, with a few people. Uh, wait, is Chris Christian? It uh, says Chris and Michaela. Yeah, must have been. Oh, okay. You don't call them that. Hey, just an abbreviation. I don't call a lot of people the things I write. Oh, sure. The way I write them okay. in there. Um, I call him Kick now for reference anyway. Yeah. That comes later, and it's a journal entry. Uh, you were with uh, Kick, Michaela, and the guy that sweated through your bed. So <laughs> <laughs> he obviously hadn't turned you off so bad. Oh, didn't uh, Kick also hate him? Uh, he did, but later. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, heard some jazz in town after Deck 11, went out with a whole group of people, you went club hopping in Oslo. Club hopping. That must have cost $3 billion. <laughs> <laughs> and spent an entire paycheck. <laughs> My whole salary just for that one night. Um, yeah, Norway was obscenely expensive, but uh, obviously it wasn't too important there. I didn't write it. And nope. you know I like to keep track of my finances in there. <laughs> I also know that you like to completely ignore how much things cost when it's for a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> the next day, August 11th, took bikes out in Oslo. <gasps> 
more difficult than I thought. <laughs> That's what I said. Want to vomit on the way up, but... Beautiful city, sat by a pier on the grass with Christian... And then you say his last name. Uh, very. I said his last name? Yeah, with Christian... <laughs> really? Yeah. And you didn't capitalize his last name either. That's so funny. He's my best friend, so to yeah. see. Um, watched... So I want to clarify... Because this is called my best friend's journal. You're also my best friend. I've got like five. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not mad. My other best friends might find it uh, off-putting that I call the, that we named this podcast <laughs> my best friend's journal. No. Didn't think about their feelings. Everybody's offended. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> you watched Grey Gardens and played checkers. That makes you sound 92. <laughs> and that is, like you like to say, completely on brand. <laughs> Did I watch Jeopardy later? Uh, maybe. Did I go in from to my rheumatologist? Are we talking about the original Grey Gardens? Or uh, the remake I, with Drew Barrymore? The remake. I have never seen the original documentary. Never seen, I, seen either. I would love to. I'm so interested in that whole story. A little Evie? A little Evie? Evie, yeah. Yeah. It just uh, it makes me think of Jinx on Snatch Game. Oh, me too. <laughs> the best thing ever. Yeah, uh, so good. I just... I get my gay pop culture references from Drag Race, and then I never go and watch the originals, so... That movie's got... Um, Drew Barrymore and Jessica Lange. It's oh, really? Yeah. Put it on our list. We keep saying that we're going to watch things, and then we're, we always end up just watching things we've already seen, a.k.a. <laughs> tonight we're going to watch Mrs. Doubtfire, because <laughs> Mike's in a Robin Williams kind of mood. August 12th, C-Day. Mm. Uh, napped, did not go to gym, watched Paranormal 4. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> uh, Paranormal 4? Yikes. You were annoyed at something. Ugh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, the guy who sweat through your bed. Okay, I need a better name for him because I can't say that every time. I'm going to call him Swass. Swass <laughs> is... Is that sweaty ass, to yeah. be clear? Yeah. That is that's sweet. Swass <laughs> is devil's advocate always. He was a definitely devil's advocate, and most of that came from the fact that he was a know-it-all. Mm. He mm-hmm. was one of those people... It was a very specific way of correcting you. No matter what the fuck you said, he would go, well... Ooh, no, 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 no. Deep inhale in a well. Well, actually, it was like a breathe through his teeth. Uh-huh. When you heard that, you just, like, your eyes would start rolling immediately. And, yeah, that's probably what I meant, that he was doing his very typical swass thing of, well... It's kind of like people that say, actually... I hate All that. the time. There is a time and place, but when you do it in every conversation, you've got a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this day. Bruges. Belbum. You were in Bruges. Bruges and Belbum. <laughs> you guys want to take a trip to Belbum? <laughs> you were in Bruges, like the movie. Charming, beautiful town. Went on a tour and saw Belgian to- chocolate made. Mm. Bought chocolate. Had a Belgian beer. And oh, mussels and fries. Moulet frites. Oh, yeah. I love mussels and fries I did at one so point, much. too. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, That's okay. <laughs> You're like, sorry that you've chosen not to eat those anymore. Grieving my loss of animal products. <laughs> I wore black for a year. <laughs> he looks down at his black outfit. <laughs> Last sentence of this entry. Topped Argentina till he came. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, you we already stood. We said that I only topped him like twice, but we've already, it's already been more than that, so maybe... Uh-huh. You were eating a lot of ass these days. <laughs> <laughs> was it recently we said that? Yeah, that was the way to... It happened until he came. I love... I, it, I think it's so hot when we did this. Are we talking sh- like a hands-free situation? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. But he, um, he, we did that to each other. I'm so sorry, Mom. Um, we. <laughs> You're supposed to tell her to stop listening. Too late now. Keep going. Um, he did it to me first. He one time was like instructed me to not use my hands. That's hot. I also like it when someone's bossy, but they can back it up with actually making it work. Yeah, he. I, I didn't use my hands. I think he kept them from me and um, came a lot uh, without them, and it's a different orgasm. That is hot as hell. Really hot, and then I returned the favor. <laughs> Mike just got a little sweaty. No, I'm like, <laughs> dripping. Flood my basement. <laughs> Get off my chair. That's a porous surface. <laughs> You just said, I'm dripping. Gross. I think I need to bleep that out. I think you need Jesus. (laughs) I think I need a mop. (laughs) You said you were dripping and flooding your basement. It is really hot. It is so unfortunate. That's 
that I can never finish a statement without interrupting myself with another thought. <laughs> it is so unfortunate that the sex was so good because this was just such a bad, dysfunctional relationship. But I mean, we are hands free making each other come. That is, he's the only person that's ever happened with for me. Yeah. And I, it's rare. It is rare. And it's not necessary. I think there's zero harm in helping yourself along. In fact, encouraged. You know, that's the thing I've noticed that is different between gay men and uh, hetero women having sex. I feel like there's the stigma on women to um, not touch themselves or really it's not about them at all. It's just uh, about the male ego. If if a guy is not giving 100% of the pleasure with his dick alone, his fragile little ego will shatter. And so women have been made to play along with this game, um, which is ridiculous because if you look at any uh, gay porn and it's two men, the bottoms are always jerking themselves off. 100% of the time. Why would you not? You yeah, know? well, I mean, what what you were talking about, the hands-free situation is like a rare phenomenon that some I think some people can probably achieve easier than others, but for no one is it every time. Yeah, it's just another double standard. That's it. August 14th, beautiful day in Honfleur. I don't know what that is. Honfleur. Honfleur. Um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really dirty when you say it. Honfleur. Yeah. Um, we went to one of those butterfly garden things. Mm-hmm. You sure and did. It was huge and amazing, and just like Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> we back. Uh, we we joke now stupidly every time we see a butterfly. We're like, oh my god, it, it escaped. How did it get all the way over here? And like that, all the butterflies in the world came from one flew, and they're just flying out. What a Funny joke you have with your friends. Mm. Um, you had a nice walk, delicious croque madame, and a French cafe. Then you went to the butterfly garden. What's the difference between that and a croque monsieur? Madame has an egg. Ah, yes, Female yes, yes. has an egg. Oh, okay. Sure. As females do. Uh, you went to two parks. One that had exercise equipment. Doesn't say that you used the exercise equipment. <laughs> Just was there. I'm sure we poked at it. <laughs> uh, you had a good white night. You're angry at a whole group of people, including Argentina <laughs> and both what? other w- females in your cast, for switching tables at lunch. Oh. Rude, period. Are they being mean girls? Yeah. This is Argentina, who we know very well, and the... Awful lead singer a- and the... And the other girl who did not stick up for Michaela when yes. lead singer was being a... Meanie pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can go from being so <laughs> X-rated to being so G yeah. very quickly. But I, oh, pesk. <laughs> Do you mean pest or pesky? Hmm. <laughs> Both. I'm uh, learning. Mike, Mike is very conscientious about not using uh, not using slurs that are specifically anti-woman, which I really respect about him. But those are the moments where he's like, she was being a real meanie pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? She was being a dick. <laughs> great, great. I'm, I'm, I love it when people call people dicks. Also, I had a girlfriend who once called an old lady a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> what? She was trying to think of the most outrageous insult for a mean old woman. <laughs> and it tickled me so bad. That's strange. That's I very perverse. Perverse. It was very perverse. I was like, oh, that is so <laughs> shocking. But sometimes, I don't know, for some reason it worked for me. Anyway, what were you going to say about this group of people, including these mean women? I don't remember the exact circumstance, but I'm pretty sure we were sitting at a table, maybe Michaela, me, and these people, and they just got up and sat at a different one or something for no, I don't know, just uh, drama for the sake of drama. I was like, Uh good Lord, there's eight people in this cast. If three of you are being this way, it's going to be a real nightmare. Okay, so let's talk about this with Argentina real fast, though, because literally... The night before, you're giving him the ride of his life. And then the next day... <laughs> mm-hmm. Those were words out of his mouth, too. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, he is like, I'm going to be a mean girl at lunch to you. Like, this is... It, it, talk about perverse. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. You you were really onto something recently. You said that it's interesting to examine a relationship from this micro level to see the day-to-day ups and downs and the ups were all sexual and the downs were every time he spoke or did anything that wasn't sex. <laughs> every time you opened his mouth and didn't put your dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're really saying, right? <laughs> what are you doing with your mouth open, unoccupied by my penis? <laughs> I guess it was good sex and that's all I cared about, but... Uh, so tumultuous relationship to say the least yeah 
All right. Well, I don't like that guy, but I'm glad that it worked for you. You know, 20% of the time. I saw him recently within the last year. Really? Why? Um, I was rehearsing for a different ship and he was there. Uh, Is he still working for that company? Yeah. He was kind of toward the end of his dance career anyway. When we met, he was nine years older than me. I never uh-huh. said that. No, that's you didn't. A, he was an older difference. man. Yeah. Uh, and he was acting very immature for being nine years older than you. Yeah. Also, dancers don't have a, they don't, they can't perform for forever. It's yeah, hard so on he, the body. He was um, already toward the end of that. Now he works uh, at the rehearsal studios doing a different job. Um, but anyway, I saw him and it was very pleasant. I am confident we did not end this well on our last day on the ship. We'll see what happened. Uh, but he, we, he was there and I saw him. We just gave a hug and caught up real quick and acted, you know, fine. Great. There's no, there was no fucking, there's no fucking, <laughs> nothing we had was, uh, haunting either of us. It was sure. whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, it's funny to me that I'm learning about this guy for the very first time in these pages because mm-hmm. I've known you this whole time. I've never once heard you talk about this Argentina character. It's, it's kind inter- of bizarre. Yeah. It's really interesting to me to think about that, that he has been a main character in the early part of this series. Mm-hmm. And I don't, think about him ever except for in this podcast (laughs) well people are getting a real uh, specific picture of this guy so um on august 15th you are in saint peterport guernsey oh this is ending a cruise i think this is where um i just said earlier perfect that i call my roommate christian kick did we hang out with his friend uh, let me see. Walked to Furman beach with uh kick and yeah uh Tom, Tom, his friend, yes, yeah. and Michaela. Oh, perfect! Um, <laughs> Why are you so excited? Because earlier I was like, oh, I call. I was talking about how I call people different things than they're in the journal, and then uh-huh. I call him Kick now, and all the name uh-huh. variations in there. Kick comes from this day. That's oh. crazy. I know him as Christian, and uh, we meet his friend because he his friend lived near this port we were visiting, and. He's telling an anecdote and was just like, well, kick over here. And it was just kind of a record stop. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Because <laughs> I've known him for a while. I'm hanging out with him all the time. And I've never heard this mentioned. Yeah. And we're hanging out with now his best friend from home who calls him this that I've never heard. And was like, how dare you not, not include me on this other name of yours? So literally from that moment, I dropped his real name and just started calling him kick. And I never changed. Can I tell you a funny story about that? I say it's a funny story about a friend who... I'll be the judge of that. Uh, it's my friend who I know is Caroline. We had worked together for maybe six months. We hit it off really fast, and, and we were really enjoying each other's company, and we were hanging out all the time after work. Uh, this was back when I was on Facebook, and we also had to have a Facebook account for work. We were friends on our work Facebook accounts, and um, I was like, Caroline, why aren't we friends on real Facebook? Like, it's easy to get in touch with you. Like, why can't I be friends with you? She's like, oh, it's not that you can't. I just haven't added you or I'll find you or whatever. And I couldn't find her on the platform. And so finally, one day, I was like, I want to put you on a group message. Please tell me why I'm not friends with you on Facebook. This is getting weird. And she was like, okay, it's because no one calls me Caroline. I was like, oh, well, what do people call you? She's like, well, my name is really Duck. And I was like... (laughs) Excuse me? Duck, like D-U-C-K? She's like, well, well, legally my name is Caroline. When I interviewed, it was Caroline, but no one calls me that. My best friends, my parents, my teachers, like, I'm I'm Duck. Uh, When she was born, her brother was two years old at the time. Mm-hmm. It's and, always, that's always. Yeah. yeah. And, and the parents were like, what should we call your baby sister? And he was like, duck. <laughs> and so that stuck. <laughs> duck stuck. Damn him. So, so, uh, yeah, so everyone knows her as duck, which now I, I love, but, um, it, it really was one of those moments. I'm like, I feel like I don't know you at all. Totally. That's exactly what happened with kick. It was a, a younger neighbor that couldn't say Christian and said kick and it just stuck. Uh-huh. But it feels so, I was offended. I was like, this, this whole part of you, I don't know. I yeah. thought we were close. Exactly. That's too funny. Um, you walked a cliff, you shopped, you ate at a rooftop Thai place. You had, ooh, yum, Guernsey cream ice cream. R.I.P. ice cream. <laughs> R.I.P. And you met Jason. Can I say that name? Yeah, because I have no clue who that is. Okay. You met Jason and had a pint of liberation. Oh, I do. He was a band member that I don't think I ever see again. Okay, great. Uh, R.I.P. Jason. <laughs> no, he's not. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> uh, he was never seen again. Uh, August 16th, you took H's ship tour. She needs to go. Oh. Apparently she's not good at her ship tour. H uh, is the lady we referred to as Meth Mouth, who told Michaela to lose weight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The, uh, she was her contract was up soon, so I was probably like, "Not soon enough. Get out of here." She was oh. neglecting her duties, and I was picking up the slack. Understood. 
uh, long, long day. Uh, you had a who wrote who wrote the songs? Uh, and you messed up every dance, frowny face. Every dance. <laughs> <laughs> How long was that show? Like 40 uh, minutes. Is yeah. that, I wonder if I'm being dramatic or I, I probably wasn't. I, I bet I fucked up literally every number. Well, we've already talked about how maybe it's not your strong suit. Do you think I should audition to be like a rock hat? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. We know someone. Uh, August 17th, Guernsey again. You slept late. Got off on my own for an hour. Like masturbated? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought, but I think you got off the ship. <laughs> for an hour, just <laughs> chafing. Um, <laughs> windows for dinner. Watched Waiting for Guffman. Great. It's a funny movie. It is a funny movie. Catherine O'Hara. Love her. She's in that, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I remember. I always confuse that one and uh, Best in Show, which is my favorite oh, yeah, of they're, those. It's, they're both, um, what's Christopher his name? Guest. Christopher Guest. Look at the name of the person that just texted me. That's stuck. Her ears must have been burning. Must have been. How funny is that? That's crazy. Do you get texts from her often? It's a weird day. I don't, but we are planning a trip together um, for a friend's wedding. So also maybe why she's on your mind. Wedding. <laughs> it's gonna be annoying for everyone. Don't you we pre-planned all this? We <laughs> didn't. I swear. Uh, yeah, I am going to a wedding, but it is a dear friend from Chicago, and she's getting married in Phoenix, which is very close. How did you make friends with dear? <laughs> <laughs> You just giggled like a cartoon. You bounced up and down. That's the kind of laugh, throwing it way back, that I was doing on stage in Dr. Doolittle <laughs> when the old man would call the little kids piss poor actors. <laughs> just a full body laughter. August 18th, two good voices, Indonesian independence. Oh, is uh, that a restaurant? No, there's a huge Indonesian population, or there was on that cruise ship anyway, um, of crew members. And they had a independence party for their independence oh, day. Oh, okay. Huge celebration, really fun. Cool. Um, food was delicious. Great to be around other cultures. I appreciate that about you. Uh, Argentina is so negative about this ship and very stubborn, needs to let the rest of us enjoy. Yeah, the kind of person that... You ever hear the expression... Yucked our yums. Oh my god. Okay, oh. I have I have a a, a a very specific, I think it's like rural Indiana phrase that no one has ever heard of that is the other version of that. Which is what? Icked my wow. Icked my wow. Don't ick my wow. Don't yuck my yum. Ew. Yeah. I don't like yuck my yum. Oh, I love <laughs> I love yuck my yum. I got it from another another bestie that wasn't you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um it, uh, it's, he was doing that. It was just every time we'd be like, oh, I love this, or I can't wait for whatever. He was just a full, full curmudgeon. Uh-huh. And I told you he was always had the curtain drawn in our room. It was dark in there. He didn't he yeah. hated everyone and everything. It just sounds like a little rain cloud. He, yes, took With the words right out of my fat mouth. dick. <laughs> no, you keep confusing this. His dick was so mediocre. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I'm, I... I know an Argentinian with a fat day. What can I say? That's all I can think about. I know they're not all the same. I do. <laughs> Argentinian dicks? What? Say Argentinian dick one more time. <laughs> Don't give me that look like I'm being racist. <laughs> for the last time, good at sex, mediocre dick. Okay. They're not I'm, necessarily... You say for the last time. I don't know how many times I'm going to confuse that, so just... I guess it's don't confusing make because I can't keep. I have talked about a fair amount of dicks in here. And also, at the same time, talked about a fair amount of sex with Argentina, so I guess it's easy to confuse. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Good at sex, though. But good, yeah, a, great a at good, sex. A, a rain cloud who was good in the sack. Yes. Got it. All right, August 19th. It's a fat entry. <laughs> Unlike Argentina's... <laughs> mediocre <pee-pee>. dick. <laughs> Ew. I, can't, I just said pee-pee, and I'm disgusted. <laughs> I'm just thinking about you, thinking about me, going back and forth with... Um, my vulgarity and my rated G. Mm-hmm. That was a poem. Thinking about you, thinking about me, going back and forth with the rated G. Interrupt me. <laughs> I was just going to let that go as far as possible. All right. Um, you had. <laughs> I don't know how to stop myself. <laughs> I'm out of control. Help, help. <laughs> Uh, uh, you had a beautiful day in Bordeaux. I loved Bordeaux. Okay. Just kind of, a, I know. Just Bordeaux, people... okay? 
Lavine Wine Bar left and came back. Delicious. Yo, you were saying this with such contempt in your voice. <laughs> Sorry. Me, 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 me. I mean, you be, 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 be. Look at me drinking wine in Bordeaux. Um, <laughs> delicious, cheap wine. Beautiful place. Uh, you had a soiree that night. Soirees in quotes. Was that like a... Oh, yeah. So this uh, ship had these branded evenings as part of the package where they would take out all of the guests. The, the ship would just kind of halt mm. for the night and all the guests would go to this big party or whatever. And would they was... do like concerts and stuff? Yep. One of the... Okay. Um... I, I was in um, I was in Croatia last year and we, we were like at the in the city in Dubrovnik and we were mm-hmm. like, oh, let's go look at this beautiful thing at the end of the street. They had set up a stage, but we got there and it was like Viking River Cruises or something and you had to have like a wristband to get in. They were like having oh. an off the off the boat the concert yeah sort of like situation. that and we did okay. one in Croatia like that with the, okay. an electric cellist oh, who... oh my god it was the same person electric it was cello? an electric cellist really yes I swear to god she made love to her cello uh huh she and fucked it hard like projected on a screen yeah. too like uh-huh. behind her yep that's oh, she must do crazy. these nights for <laughs> people people get off and watching her get off on her cello <laughs> That is so weird that we both experienced that. And also, uh, sorry, I just made that all about me. So no, please continue. Anyway, it was just this soiree was, uh, I think most of these evenings were really fucking cool. There was some amazing shit. This was not one of them. That's why it's in quotes. It was, uh, they had some can-can dancers. They were trying to keep it French and it was, it just became a French <laughs> yeah. caricature. Uh, drink and ate crepes, bad can-can dancers. <laughs> Ooh, Tons of cute men, two wanted pictures with me, quote, from <gasps> New York. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I was feeling so cocky feeling as fuck. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I was, I remember the outfit I wore, that silver suit that we've talked about before. Uh-huh. I had a little bow tie on. It was actually a little PB Hermony, but in, like, cute gay PB Herman. Yep. Um, That's how I describe you to most people. He's like a cute gay PB Herman. Date Date him. Um, so to get these people to the event, they were walking from the ship to the event and we had to help guide them there as our, you know, duty. And I you remember ushers. basically, uh, for the beginning of it, a couple guys stopped up and were like, you are so beautiful. And can we, you're, you're American. Can we take a picture with you? And it was, I was like, yeah, Did they please. steal your wallet? That's where my wallet <laughs> went. I was going to say, I lost my wallet after that. No, it, I, I felt really good. Um. I, I love that. you feeling yourself and then someone else like notices you. That's a great way to feel. I had felt great. You also hung out with Tom and Greg, cool guests. Yeah, they were a gay couple. A surprising amount of younger gay couples, despite what I said about this being all geriatric straight folk. It's all that disposable income, boo. Yeah, that makes sense. Dinks. Uh, dinks? Double income, no kids. Oh, yep. Um, that's you and your hubs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say other than I haven't been on a cruise (laughs) and I'm a dink. Um, You went back out to a Cuban club and you walked through a cool fountain. That was apparently the end of your night. Hmm. Great. End of our end of the night and maybe the end of our episode. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's sure. That's as good a place as any, right? Yeah. Um, before we wrap it up and you tell me what to always remember for this week, (laughs) um, I did really want to quickly say we've gotten some really nice... Uh, correspondence from mm-hmm. listeners. We've had some people send us nice emails and Instagram messages, and that has been bringing us a lot of joy in a way that we we couldn't have foreseen. People reaching out to us, you know, like people are telling us where they're listening and and what they're liking and what they want to know more about, all that kind of stuff. It means a lot to us to know that you're a listening and you care enough to say hello and share with your friends. And a special thank you to everyone who has already rated and reviewed us. That is huge. That is helping us get seen by other people. Um, so if you haven't done that already, please, 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 please do that. It, um, it is kind of the, the key to getting other people to enjoy this. It's, uh, it's growing quick. It's growing quicker than we thought it would. I am assuming all these people are, they have a, a high tolerance for <laughs> foul mouths and <laughs> um, <laughs> awkward stories. Anyway, I, I want to mention a few of the uh, reach outs. Okay, do you have a favorite? Reach arounds, as it were. <laughs> Do you have a favorite that you want to start with? There was a woman who messaged us on Instagram and just said that she was having a super anxiety-filled day and that she listened to the first four episodes and laughed a lot and it relieved her uh, for the moment. And that was just so special to me because we talked at length about my anxiety and just to know that what we're doing gave someone relief somewhere is like so cool. Yeah, that is so cool. 
Um, on the other side of that coin, we had a guy write us an email. I'm going to call him our friend M from Boston, and it just says lube stories is the subject <laughs> coin. Starts out, well, that's perhaps the subject of an email I never thought I'd write. <laughs> uh, first, loving the podcast, giggling all the way to work on the subway, and people think I'm crazy. Thought I'd share a lube story after listening to, well, two episodes in a row regarding copious amounts of lube. This is the brand that we're building, Mike. Um, <laughs> Should we start like, selling lube with my best friend's journal and start faces on it? Cart before the horse. <laughs> I was at the Denver airport for work and wound up behind a guy who pinged the gaydar. And then I hear the TSA agent say, whose bag is this? The guy says, mine. Raise hand emoji. Looks like there's liquid over three ounces. We have to open it up. Then I hear, sir, do you have a weapon in your bag? Him. What? No. TSA agent. Then why does this say gun oil? (laughs) I about die. The guy says, oh, uh, that's not for a gun. It's lube. The agent said, yeah, but it says gun. She Mm. reads the bottle more. Oh, (laughs) Uh, well, that's over three ounces. Do you want to check your bag and come back? Needless to say, he was appalled and said, no, you can throw it out. And I'm going, bitch, what? That shit is pricey. (laughs) And he walked away. Keep up the great work. Oh, that's good. Do you think if if he had had boy butter in there, he would have set off like a different flag? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I love that it happened to be gun oil. Like, gotta get out of here. That's funny. If you have your own anecdotes uh, that you want to share and you want read on the podcast, let us know. You can tweet at us. You can... uh, We love embarrassing gay (laughs) or not gay. Sex stories are great. Just anything (laughs) you share with us. And we, with your permission, we'll share it with our listeners. So you can... promise never to use your name. We'll give you a really inconspicuous nickname like we have to all these people in this journal who will never know who we're talking about. <laughs> Swass. I'm, speaking of which, people are going to know these very specific stories. They will know who we're talking about, but I guess I'll just I'll let you guys know how, how it all turns out. <laughs> also, they have to know that that was your reaction at that time. It doesn't mean that it's your, your opinion of that person as a human for long term. You know? That's true. Um, so anyway, if you want to reach out to us, where can you find us? You can find us on social media at MBFJ Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us, mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com, or you can visit our website, mybestfriendsjournal.com. That's right. And we do read those religiously, so. Every night before bed. On our knees. <laughs> religiously. Good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Until next time, Mike, always remember. Pubic hair, 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 pubic h